All right, what is up, everyone? So this is yet another episode of your favorite podcast, and that's a thesis, except I'm flying solo on this one as I was gone last week because I decided to skip. Just kidding, I didn't actually skip. I just went away for an important reason. But anyway, that's actually not relevant to what we're talking about today. So today we're going to be talking about parts part three of the metamorphosis um, and all the stuff that goes down. It kind of it gets a little, you know, crazy and uh, kind of sad, actually. So we're going to dive right into that today. But first, here's our jingle. All right, so yes, our episode is Getting Buggy With It, part two. So just a little bit of Will Smith for you there. Um, so basically, the first thing we're going to talk about today is Gregor's states of decline. So, you know, right from the beginning of the book in parts one and two, you kind of see Gregor start to decline um, mentally. He, you know, isn't he's kind of afraid of what's going to happen or what's happening to him. He doesn't really want to accept it. He wants to be providing for his family. So basically, mentally, Greg kind of started to, started to decline and act more like a bug um, in part three. In part two, we did too. He was coming up the walls and stuff like that. But in part three, he really just kind of becomes like helpless in a way. He doesn't really want to receive any help from his family and I mean he's not he wasn't gonna get that anyway but we'll talk about that later um he also kind of starts to act like act scared how an insect insect would act if you know a big like scary human would come and try to try to squash him um he was acting like he was attacked all the time and he didn't trust anybody which I mean I don't really know if insects have trust but I don't know probably in some aspect or another um, but he couldn't really, he didn't really trust his family. He kind of just started to decline, like, as a human being. You saw less and less of who Gregor was every day and saw more and more of this verminous bug that took over Gregor and his consciousness, conscience, yeah. Um, he kind of became, you know, more and more isolated because his family was isolating him, so that made him go a little bit more crazy. He started to have some of these crazy thoughts and... He really just got depressed and he became angry and frustrated. Kind of signs that you see from depression. Um, And towards the end, he had a hard time understanding his family and like their views and why they were doing this to him and why they felt the way they did. He just, he, he provided for them for so long and they could barely provide for him at all. Except for Greta, his sister. Um, and we're going to go into that now. So basically, like, her vision, um, or her viol- her violin, um, was something that was very important to her. Um, you know, and before we get into that, though, Gret started to decline as a cis-loving sister more and more. She kind of started to become, like, 
annoyed of Gregor and really got frustrated with him. He wasn't eating. I think she was in the process of grieving him because her brother that she knew for so long and loved was no longer himself. He was now this verminous bug that was gross and just couldn't communicate. It was just like this big insect that, you know, wasn't compatible with human life. And she, as much as she tried to help him and try to love him, she just got annoyed. I mean, she was taking care of him and that's something she hadn't had to do before. Before, Gregor was always the one taking care of her. So, and providing for her. So, Greta has, Gret has his violin. Um, and her violin, to me, almost seemed like it made her super in tune with her, emo- with her emotions. Um, she would play and her emotions would just kind of ooze out of them. I mean, personally, having played the violin, yeah, it's very fun to play. And it, it does, your emotions do come out when you play. You really feel it in the music. She kind of, she does that, and you, she starts to be, like, you kind of tell that she's, when she's, sorry, her violin, like, really speaks, not just about her emotions, but, like, just what she's thinking, you know, and Gregor loves to hear her play, he, I think it was maybe in the first part, part, he talked about how good of a violinist she was, um, it was somewhere in the book, but they talked about how good of a violinist she was, and how he loved to hear her play and it brought him joy and it brought her joy so through her violin she's able to forget the world around her and when they when she is playing her violin in part three it's kind of like this class like it's just playing her emotions as though gregor is also the one who is like he's hearing it and he's he feels he's empathetic towards her he feels her pain but yet he can't comprehend it because he is an insect and he is a bug and he has basically lost almost all of his human intuition and conscience conscience yeah um so Gret also kind of you know I talked about she comes more and more distant from Gregor she also I mean wants kind of away from her family she's kind of sick of them and sick of how they treat Gregor and how they treat her and she kind of wants to like spread her wings and fly but she also is afraid. She loves her family and she loves Gregor. But again, she's getting annoyed with them and what all she has to do for them, which I think is normal. I mean, I don't have a sibling that turned into a venomous bug, verminous bug overnight. But I mean, they're like that sometimes. But I think they are. But, you know, personally, I can doubt, I can see where she gets annoyed. Um, I think every sibling does. But especially in Gret's shoes, I couldn't ever do that. So she's done a great job caring for him, but again, she is starting to deteriorate from that a little bit. Um, so yeah, so basically, Greta is just trying to be a loving sister, but she's starting to decline from everything. Um, and now here is a, a sponsor of ours. So today's sponsor is COVID-19. It's, a great, it's great for taking out the majority of your classes and allows kids to cheat on all other tests from home. Hashtag quarantined life. Side effects may include extreme weight loss, nausea, coughing, sneezing, fatigue, sore throat, headache, fever, and possible death. Not funny, but kind of funny. Um, wear your mask. Anyway, um, back to our discussion. So 
there are many themes throughout the metamorphosis and one of the themes that especially in part three is really seen is the theme of alienation so gregor is constantly alienated by his family and by them keeping him isolated from and by them keeping him isolated from being around them he kind of starts to feel ignored and feel empty inside again he's isolated so he's kind of going crazy and he does need the love and support of his family just because I mean, there is family. Who else are you going to turn to in this time? Gregor doesn't seem like the type to have many friends. He kind of seems like a hard worker and just kind of like get the job done type of guy. Um, he's been providing for his family for so long and they've given nothing in return. Um, so the family starts to distance themselves from Gregor and almost acts as though he doesn't exist anymore. Um... They want to get rid of his room and kind of move away and move away and just kind of like forget about him. They've already been grieving him since he turned into that bug and it's just weird for them now that they have to go through all of these again, all this emotions again, especially, you know, spoiler alert, Gregor does pass away at the end um, and they are grieving him after that, but it's, it's a different time of type of grieving. It's a... It's more like a, I'm, I, it's like closure now. They've already been grieving him since before he turned into a bug. Or when he turned into a bug. Um, and they even have like rumors, um, like extra lo- people lodging with them to get extra money. Um, which is hurtful to Gregor because to him he doesn't see that extra money standpoint. He just sees that, oh, they're done with me. Like I'm nothing to them. I'm worthless to them. And that can be really painful for him it's really painful for him um so also another major theme is family so the family doesn't know how to feel about him as i've said before he kind of i mean it's literally like this he's a pest in his in their life like they don't know what to do with him they can't move on but they know that if they neglect him they will just feel guilt and i think that the mother already feels guilty because she doesn't know what to do with him she's just so like, disgusted by him, and just doesn't know what to do and what to feel, but Gret, on the other hand, I mean, yeah, we talked about before, she was really helpful to him, but now she's, like, annoyed, because they just have that guilt that families feel, but they, their definition of, like, being a family is, like, they're just related to each other, they're not, they have no, um, like, I guess, empathy towards each other in a time of crisis, like, the father is just so distant and doesn't want anything to do with Gregor. I think, well, because, as we talked about in um, the first episode of this podcast series, um, Kafka, the author's father, was very abusive towards him in real life. And Kafka often paired his um, emotions or paired his his life um, through, in a certain way, in all of his um, writing. So you see that with the family here and how Kafka's family treated him and how it, it, it parallels and connects through the metamorphosis. Um, so in another, I mean, that also goes into obligations on a major theme in the novel, um, but with family and 
just caring for one another and loving each other. I think those are big obligations that they all feel towards one another, although it may be strained a lot. It is, you know, not as bad. Um, another is social expectations. So the family socially was socially dependent and economically dependent on Gregor and his income, as was meant as we talked about in part one. Um, the family now doesn't know what to do without Gregor's money and his job. So he was the main provider of the family. So now they're going to have, as I said before, these lodgers come in. And Gregor does not like these lodgers. These lodgers are making him feel awful. They can feel unloved. And it's just, it goes to show the type of people that Gregor's family, his mother and father and sister are. Um, it kind of shows that money is more important to them. and they But they don't want people to find out about him. They're embarrassed by him. So, again, that goes into family and obligations. What, what kind of obligation would you have to your son who's not a bug? Like, what are you going to do? Um, and the expectation that they have socially, like, is they don't want people finding out he's a bug. That's weird. That people are going to judge them for it. And they're just afraid. They're afraid of what society thinks of them. Um, and the last thing we're going to talk about is the symbols. So, the lodgers are a symbol. It's a symbol that the family has moved on from Gregor, and they are ready. To, they're ready, already grieving him. They're been grieving him, as I said multiple times, since the moment he turned into a venomous, verminous, sorry, bug. Um, it's yeah, it's really sad that this is what's happened to Gregor. But you kind of see Gregor progress throughout the out part three. He, you know, he's starting to deteriorate more and more each day from a human into an insect. And he, you really kind of know that his family is there for him, but they're not there for him. They don't know what to do with him. They feel so, I don't know, the word, like, they feel so embarrassed and so guilty. Embarrassed for not helping him, or embarrassed about him, but guilty for not, like, knowing what to do and how to help him. But again, the father plays a major role in this, as talked about before. He was not the best or the kindest to Gregor at all. He was very to him, and the mother was kind of non-existent, and the sister tried to help him, but, you know, eventually he got annoying because she was waiting on him hand and foot and couldn't do anything for him. So that's basically what happened during part three of the metamorphosis. And this was really hard to do by myself. So I'm sorry if it was bad, but you know. Um, so anyway, this is an episode of And That's the Thesis. So I was flying solo and that dynamic trio is not together, but hopefully y'all like it. And here to play us out is Mr. Will Smith getting diggy with it. Honey, honey, come ride. TKMY, all up in my eyes.